Welcome to another PI World podcast. This is an audio-only version offered as another way to enjoy our great content. A full video version can be seen on piworld.co.uk, where you can find many more videos of interest to investors. Good morning, everyone. I'm Charlie Holland, CEO and Chief Winemaker at Gusborne. Today, you'll also be hearing from Catherine Berry, CFO of Gusborne. Our vision for Gusborne is simple, to create England's finest and most celebrated wines. We do this through craftsmanship, respecting nature, and uncompromising attention to detail. This has been our motivation and ambition since Gusborne began back in 2004. Today, I will talk you through the key highlights from 2022 and provide a strategic update. Catherine will then run through the financial performance of the business. Then I'll come back to discuss key conclusions and discuss the outlook. Turning to the highlights and strategy update, I'm pleased to report that Gusborne has made continued strong progress in 2022. It has been another great year for the group with lots to be very proud of. Revenue growth was 49% for the year on the back of a very strong year in 2021 when we delivered 99% growth. We've been benefiting from the improvement in supply as more of our land has become planted and become productive. Global interest and demand for English fine wine continues to expand and Gusborne's taken advantage of that. The group saw strong revenue growth across all three distribution channels, and I'll go into each of these in more detail shortly. Our gross margin improved 330 base points to 59.2%, and this reflects strong pricing, product, and distribution mix trends. We continue to monitor relative price positioning of Gusborne to our global fine wine peer group very carefully, and believe Gusborne's wine offers excellent value for the quality of the product. A key step forward in the long-term growth of the group was the purchase of an additional 55 hectares of land. Our intent is to plant the majority of this land, as well as planting on our site in West Sussex during 24 and 25, bringing total planted area to approximately 152 hectares, significantly expanding the scale of production and future sales potential. In September, we launched our latest luxury cuvee, 51 degrees north, and this is a showcase for the brand and demonstrates the pinnacle of what can be achieved in English fine wine. We have received fantastic critical acclaim for this wine and significant interest from leading Michelin-style restaurants and leading wine merchants, and have been delighted by the support shown by our exclusive launch partner, Fortnum & Masons. Gusborne hasn't just been seeing rapid growth in the UK. Our international business has also made significant progress during the last year. We now have distribution in 30 international markets and will expand into new international markets during 2023 as we continue to excite wine enthusiasts across the globe. As has been the case since the first product launch, Gusborne has again been given a record number of awards, medals and trophies at international competitions during 2022. These awards mean a lot to everyone at Gusborne and remain important in helping give customers the confidence to discover and try our wines for the first time. The English wine market remains highly dynamic and has continued to see significant growth in terms of supply, demand from UK consumers and demand in international markets. Sales of UK wine in the UK market were over 9 million bottles, with a split of 65% sparkling wine and 35% still wine. The premium segment is clearly a smaller part of the overall volume in the UK. Data from WineGB, the industry body for the English wine trade, reports plantings have increased by 70% over the last five years, with Chardonnay, Pinot Noir and Pinot Meunier the most significant varietals. Sparkling wines account for approximately 70% of total production and still wines 30%. 
UK fine wines have a growing presence in the exports market. Key export markets are Norway, USA, Sweden, Japan and Hong Kong. Gusborne has a strong presence in all the markets with significant further growth potential ahead. The group's growth strategy is based on three strategic pillars. Maintaining and developing Gusborne's luxury brand status, ensuring that the group's premium quality and market positioning of its products are maintained through our product portfolio distribution choices and pricing strategy. Secondly, supporting the continued strong growth in DTC sales with online sales and marketing investment and offline with planned further investment in Gusborne Cellador operations. These operations enable us to meet our customers in person and provide an immersive brand experience, thus creating a more direct relationship with our customers. And thirdly, investing in the continued growth of UK trade and international sales as part of our ongoing growth strategy. Since our first vines were planted in 2003, Gusborne has steadily increased its land under vine, with a step change in our total land in 2012 to 2015. Post the acquisition of a further 55 hectares of land in Kent last year, we have achieved another step change in our total land. And by 2025, the group will have approximately 152 hectares of vines planted across Kent and West Sussex. As this new land comes on stream, our annual production capacity will significantly increase and relieve supply shortages that Gusborne currently faces. Some of the new land will be used to expand our still wine range and supply. One of the benefits of still wine is that it becomes available to sell in a shorter time than our sparkling wine and therefore reduces working capital requirements. Typically for our sparkling wine, once we've planted the new land, it takes three to four years to become productive. And then we mature our wines in the cellar for another two to three years before making the wine available to sell. For still wine, it's one or two years less. At Gusborne, we have a long track record of product innovation and evolution in our portfolio of fine wine. We bought nine new products to market during 2022. Our portfolio construction fundamentally reflects the wines that we can produce against our quality standards. We have used the evolution of the range to drive positive price mix and to open new distribution channels. On the side here, you can see a number of high profile and important new product launches within our portfolio. I already mentioned 51 degrees north, but as important is our new still rosé. Launched last month and presented in modern and stylish packaging, this wine has been designed to compete with the fast growing premium still rosé category. Our single vineyard range launched last June is a natural evolution of the maturing of our vineyards and our nuanced understanding of each site that we farm. These wines will sit at a higher price point in line with the international peer group and will enhance our price mix. Gusborne has a well-established capability of increasing our pricing over time. As you can see on this slide, we've shown the RRP on our core brute reserve pricing since 2014. We have consistently had premium price positioning over similar products of our competitors and customers will always pay a premium for Gusborne as they know our quality. A key part of our commercial strategy is to introduce new products that stretch our pricing architecture upwards. The most significant launch in 2022 being for 51 degrees north, as I mentioned in the previous slide. Gusborne is one of England's most decorated wine brands. Once again, in 2022, we won a record number of medals, awards and trophies in international competitions, a total of 40 medals. These awards reflect the dedication to quality that we have in the vineyards and the cellar. They are also an important part of brand awareness and customer acquisition. 
I'm particularly proud that the Royal Collection Trust selected Gusborne Brute Reserve to mark the celebration of both the Royal Coronation and the Platinum Jubilee. The group saw strong growth across all three channels in 2022, with demand continuing to outstrip supply. The growth rate delivered in 2022 came off the back of a very strong growth in 2021. UK trade saw rapid growth, reflecting the ongoing emergence of English fine wine, as well as the normalisation of the industry recovering from COVID restrictions in 2020 and 2021. Many of our trade accounts have seen a real return of customers looking to enjoy themselves. Our DTC channel includes e-commerce and Salador activities. E-commerce traffic was up by 32%. We've also seen a 32% increase in first-time customers to the website. Salador visitors were around 14,000, up 20% compared to 2021. And one of our growth strategies is to convert visitors to our membership program. At the end of 2022, we had significantly grown our membership and are excited to refresh the program again in 2023. International grew by 75% as more and more customers discovered the Gusborne wines. We now have distribution in 30 markets, including the US, Nordics and Japan. We will add further markets in 2023. Our online operation is a key part of our strategy to better understand our customers and build a direct relationship with them. And during 2022, we invested in digital marketing to increase reach and engagement. We had 32% more user sessions and a 67% increase in our customers signing up to the database. We expect to see further momentum with our online DTC business in the year ahead, driven by the development of new content, enhanced digital development, and the release of new and exciting products. A key part of the brand experience is The Nest, our Celador operation in Kent. Over the last year, we've undertaken several refurbishment projects to increase our capacity for tasting events at The Nest and we've seen a 20% increase in visitors in 2022. On average, we sell one bottle to every visitor to the nest, and we've seen a 26% increase in the average price per bottle purchased, with visitors taking advantage of access to exclusive products at the nest. And we have further exciting plans for the nest in 2023. Turning to UK distribution, we invested in our teams during 2022. We hired a global sales director and added to the UK sales team. Additionally, we've bolstered our key accounts team and introduced a new corporate sales team. All of these will be important areas of focus for us in 2023 and beyond. Gusborne is represented in many fantastic accounts, some of which you can see on the slide here. New accounts include the Pride of Britain Hotel Group, Edwardian Hotels and Champneys Health Resorts. We are well balanced between key accounts, premium accounts and core accounts. International distribution remains a huge opportunity for Gusborne, and we have just scratched the surface so far, but with some great early progress. Our core growth priorities are the US, Scandinavia and Asia, all of which are top five export markets for English wine. We now have distribution in 30 markets internationally, and the market opportunity remains constrained only by supply. We will continue to nurture this growth engine for Gusborne. I'll now hand over to Catherine to talk through the numbers before I come back to make some concluding remarks. Good morning, I'm Catherine Berry and I'm the CFO of Gusborne, having joined in September 2022. It's been a very busy few months since joining at Harvest and I've been impressed by the friendliness, dedication and passion of the team, the excellence of the product and I'm really excited about Gusborne's growth strategy. As Charlie mentioned, I'm going to run through the key financials. At its heart, in numbers terms, the Gusborne story is one of growth. Charlie shared the slide earlier about how our land under vine has been increasing, 
with the land purchased in 2022 to add to the future capacity at Gusbourne. As you can see on the slide here, we've been delivering strong net revenue growth over the last few years. The two-year compound annual growth rate is at 72%, with a five-year CAGR at 44%. This growth has been across our distribution channels and our non-wine income. The majority of this non-wine income relates to tours and tastings at our Appledore Vineyard in our cellar door operation we refer to as The Nest. The bottom of the slide shows additional details about how our revenue growth is built up between volume and price. Volume growth has been very strong and in part reflects the benefit of increased supply. Price has been an important driver of revenue growth and was only negative in 2021 due to the channel mix, as direct-to-consumer has significantly higher average selling price than our selling price to the trade and export markets. Underlying pricing remains strong, and as Charlie discussed earlier, we continue to look to enhance our average price from a channel and product mix perspective. The next slide shows our simplified P&L. The full P&L is in the presentation on our website. Net revenue is the same as shown on my previous slide, 6.2 million of revenue, with a 49% increase versus the prior year. This was in line with analysts' expectations. The improvement in our gross profit was very pleasing. We improved our gross margin by 330 basis points to 59.2%. With an increasing volume of sales, we see further upside opportunities to grow our gross margin over time. On the key cost lines, we have delivered significant operating cost leverage on our admin costs. Total admin expenses were flat year on year compared to the near 50% increase in our revenues. With cost inflation and a more global business, these expenses are likely to grow in 2023, but it is expected to remain as a decreasing percentage of net revenue. Sales and marketing costs as a percentage of net revenue have continued to decline in recent years. These costs include a significant element of discretionary spending to support the brand and the future sales. It is expected that sales and marketing costs will continue to decline as a percentage of net revenue over the coming years. The result of our strong revenue growth, significantly improved gross margin and cost leverage has helped to reduce our adjusted EBITDA loss for the year. This slide shows the key movements in our cash flow. Going from left to right after EBITDA, the key items are the working capital cash outflow, the bulk of which relates to investment in inventory, which is funded through our long-term revolving PNC debt facility. The capital expenditure of 2.5 million, which in 2022 included a significant investment in additional land for planting of 1.7 million. This was funded by cash resources from our fundraise in 2021. Thirdly, we extended our debt facility agreement with PNC in August 2022 and increased the facility by 6 million to 16.5 million. This facility runs to 2027, and we are pleased to note that PNC has remained a supportive long-term partner of the group. The key items to highlight on the balance sheet are fixed assets increased by almost 2 million as we invested 2.5 million in new land buildings, plant and machinery. Inventory increased by over 1.5 million with a 2022 harvest delivering both a good yield of fruit and those grapes were of excellent quality. Charlie and the winemaking team are currently making fantastic wines from the 2022 harvest. Our debt utilisation increased by 3 million under the agreement with PNC. 
Turning to the outlook, we anticipate the following. Revenue growth of approximately 25%, with positive average price and volume growth. EBITDA moving close to break-even as we continue to benefit from increased scale. CapEx of less than 1 million, as there are no large projects forecast this year, so a more normalised level of investment for the group. That concludes my section. Now I'll hand back to Charlie for his final remarks. So, 2022 has been another great year for Gusborne. We have delivered some very strong growth in revenue, we've significantly improved our gross margin, and we've narrowed our adjusted EBITDA loss. Through the acquisition of 55 hectares of land, we've materially increased our production capacity that will support our future growth plans. We've signed key new trade accounts, launched our corporate sales strategy, and increased growth in our international markets. We've been recognised with a record number of awards and further enhanced our product portfolio with the launch of the UK's most premium fine wine. It's been a busy year indeed, and we are not going to be resting on our laurels. 2023 will be another hugely exciting year for Gusborne. We will further enhance our distribution and product portfolio. We will deliver further growth in revenues and move close to EBITDA break-even and plan to be EBITDA positive from 2024 onwards with increased scale and margin improvement. Thank you for listening. We look forward to providing an update with our half-year results in the autumn. PI World videos and podcasts are for general information and interest. They do not constitute any kind of recommendation or inducement to buy shares of any company. PI World is not offering any kind of financial advice and nothing in our material should be taken as such.